Welcome to Round Guy the Podcast, Southeast Iowa High School Football Edition. We're getting right down to it. On the phone is Scotty Melvin. Welcome to the program, Scotty. All right. Hi, everybody. Yeah, I'm getting a little excited. I'm going to tone my voice down a little bit. All right. Uh, we're going to do uh, uh, offensive and defensive uh, recognitions for the week. Uh, who's your offensive player? I, I've been wanting to recognize this youngster. I talked quite a bit about him uh, for a while, but uh, the game he had the other night, Simeon Reichenbach, the running back for Waco, he finally had that game where he busted loose for some big yardage. Uh, he carried 13 times for 168 yards and two touchdowns, well over 10 yards a carry. Also added a 39-yard and 22-yard field goal to his uh, scoring total. So he had a big night uh, for Waco and provided – a chunk of their scoring. That's great. That's great. Uh, how about the defensive side of the ball? Defense, I got a, you know, there was a few performances you probably could have picked from. You can pick it. You can pick Waco every week as a team. I'm going to, and I, it's hard for me to, you don't see as many defensive numbers and stats out there. So I'm going to stick with picking a team and their overall uh, performance together and I'm going with Sigourney Kyoto this week. Um, they had that big matchup with state ranked Cardinal coming in and they held those guys down to well below their, their average, I think, uh, scoring wise, but they had seven tackles for loss in the game. They sacked Griffin Griner four times. They recovered two fumbles that they forced. They, they had a heyday, I think, uh, against a really quality offense. So I got to hand it to them this week. Okay. Well, for my offensive player, I'm going to stick with the Sigourney team because that was such a big game. Tad uh, Molino, I believe is his, how you pronounce it. Anyway, the running back got thir- got 35 carries, 306 yards, three touchdowns. I mean, you know, uh, I also a little want to uh, – I mean, to me, you know, the last couple of weeks, Sigourney really, really uh, deserved the recognition. And uh, – for my defensive team, I'm going with Minneapolis. I mean, they pitched a shutout against a good team. Uh, yeah. Put themselves in a good position. Uh, kudos to the Minneapolis defense. How about that? That's a great pick. All right. You ready to play beat the round guy? I'm ready. All right. The first match we're going to go is uh, Kia Cuck, who's 1-5 there at Washington, 1-5. Whoa. Tell me about this game. Well, uh, there's two teams that are uh, playing for next season. They're they're getting repetitions now and just getting some experience, and you kind of feel bad for seniors and, and on uh, this, the teams like this that know that their their season is going to stop with uh, the finish of the regular season. They won't be playing that extra week or beyond uh, come playoff time. But that doesn't mean there isn't anything to play for. There's always the pride and and uh, all of that. So. This is still going to be a hard-fought game. Um, but I think Washington is finally into that part of their schedule that they can handle. And I think this will be one of those victories that uh, they'll get here heading into the end of the year. So I'm going with Washington this week. Yeah, I'm with you on Washington. They're they're tough at home, you know. And uh, yeah. they could win this week and next week, wind up with a 3-5 and five record and uh, – uh, at least two wins in the conference. I, I don't think it's, you know, uh, Kia Cuck, you know, they got some fast players and they'll give them a go. And one of these two teams is going to, you know, 
be feeling good when they're taking that shower at the end of this. And that's good for these two teams that have worked hard all season and played tough games and tough teams. And, uh, but, uh, I'm with we on Washington. Now the next game we're going to cover is, uh, Fairfield five and one at Sullen six and oh. Man, this is, uh, got some intrigue to it. Um, but we, we've seen Fairfield just skate through in a really easy schedule largely other than that game against Fort Madison. And when they did play a, an established uh, team that's still undefeated and having a great season, Fairfield didn't, didn't do so hot. And my belief is that the team they're playing in Solon this week is another step above Fort Madison even. So I'm going with Solon in this one. Uh, the numbers Fairfield been putting up on offense, I don't see it happening this week. I think they'll kind of get uh, brought back down to earth a little bit. And I'd be happy to be wrong, but I, I'm going to go with Solon. I see his running clock in this game. Do you? I think it's possible. I, I, I'm, I'm going to challenge Fairfield to score 21 or more. I think if they do that, I think they really did something in this game. And that's the measuring stick. But they'll be lucky to hold them under 60. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know if Fairfield's got as stingy a defense as Washington. And, you know, Washington uh, got blitzed hard early on by Solon last week. Um, Fair, Fairfield's, course, defense, often, Fair, Fairfield's defense puts in a lot of effort. There's yeah. a lot of There's a lot of, you know, if one guy can't bring you down, another guy will come and another guy will come and another guy will come. So they – yeah, they're they're going to fight hard and do do what they can. But I don't. I just from what I seen, I looked into this Solon team and what are they ranked at? They're sitting at number four right now yeah, in uh, yeah. Class BA. Well, they seem to be a powerhouse. They seem to consistently score in the sixty point range, and uh, uh, they play teams that are ranked and just destroy them too. So, uh, yeah. Be good experience for Fairfield. This is the game Fairfield needs to play, you know, to get ready for the Absolutely. playoffs. So, uh, we got a little. I got uh, Oskaloosa, where I seen them ranked as 27th. I don't know what you see or if you know anything different. Uh, they're four and two. They're at Pella, who's two and four. Uh, tell me about this matchup. Well, Pella is, uh, had a brutal schedule, and normally they, they win more than they lose. This year, them having a, a losing record is about unheard of. But I think they're still as strong a team as there is in 3A out there on any given night. Um, they did beat Newton a couple of weeks ago, who just trounced Oski a week ago. So I think they're still a very strong team. I think this will be a tough game for Oskaloosa. Um Pella's going to fight hard to win out. I don't know that they, you know, based on their district, uh, if they've got a shot at the playoffs or not. I haven't looked at the, the records through that through that district, but I don't think they're quite out of it yet. And I think they're fighting for their lives. I think uh, it being at Pella, that gives them an edge despite their two and four records. So I'm going to pick the Dutch in this one. Well, you made a pretty good argument there. I'm going with you. I was going to pick Oski until I listened to what you said. And I think, I just think if this game was in Oskaloosa, I'd be picking Oskaloosa. But uh, I'm going to pick I'd Pella. I'd feel better about it. Because I think Pella's, you're right. I think they're 2-0 uh, and oh in the conference, you know. And uh, 
or two and one in the conference. And if this is another conference win, and if they beat Newton, I've seen a lot out of Newton in that yeah. game against Oskaloosa. But Oski did, you know, Oski's offense still hasn't had the game where they were down. So, uh, except for the one in in Clear Creek of Mana, they haven't really. They've already lost the game on the. I don't know, Pella. Let's get to Fort Madison uh, at uh, is it Iowa City Liberty? Yes. Okay. I know Fort Madison six zero. Tell me about Iowa City Liberty. Uh, North Liberty's uh, got a transitional year going, and there's a lot of a lot of things that are deceiving about their record. They just finally got their first victory last week against Mount Pleasant, and they they blew them off the field. Uh, North Liberty's got a new coach this year, James Harris. I know him personally. He coached Washington Demons for a few years and led them to some great success, especially last year. And he's a he's a raw raw guy, an high energy guy. I have no doubts that he's going to be successful up there. Hard start to his uh, coaching career at Liberty because they've played probably the most brutal schedule of anybody around here, maybe in the state. I mean, they haven't had one week that wasn't uh, somebody extremely difficult to line up against, and and they've shown improvement every week. And the one that really um, raised my eyebrows was when they played North Scott, who's ranked number one in 4A, and they got beat, but it was 21 to nothing. And that's that's not a score I expected to uh, to see out of that game. You know, when you're talking the number one team versus a winless team. So I think they're a lot stronger team than, than they show. And this is going to be an extremely difficult game for Fort Madison to win. Um, but, you know, Fort Madison has – Breeze through the schedule so far. They've got some really great athletes on offense. Um, they've pieced together a pretty darn good defense. I think they've got a good chance to win this game. And the fact that they've got so much um, at stake, you know, going forward as we're getting closer and closer to that that postseason, I'm going to go ahead and pick Fort Madison. I hope they can pull this one off. Uh, Fort Madison is ranked number 15 in uh, the max prep. What, what do you got them at? Got them at number eight this week in the Radio Iowa poll. I did see a couple other polls today. Uh, I believe Des Moines Register had them ranked as high as fifth now. So, yeah. you know, they're well thought of, and they've earned it. Well, I'm going with Fort Madison. Until they show me they can lose, I haven't seen them lose yet. And they seem to have been able to take on all comers and uh, win tough games on the road. Oh, they, that's where I'm at. Uh, Mount Pleasant at Burlington. Well, um, I'm going to go with Burlington. We'll make this short and sweet. I look for uh, Bryant Williams to probably only have to put in a half of work, and he'll probably go for over 200 yards <laughs> rushing. In Running a, in a half a game. Now, Burlington's, uh, I got him. Newsprax has him at number 23. What are you hearing? They uh, got knocked out of the rankings um, due to losing, you know, to North Scott last week, which was expected. Well, Burlington's um, they been ranked too. by a ten. Now here's the, here's the game. You know, this might be the game of the week. Pella Christian at Cardinal. Now Newsmack has Pella Christian at thirteen, and uh, Cardinal at eighteen. They're both five and one. The game's at Cardinal. Uh, Talk to me. 
Well, the radio Iowa poll uh, that came out yesterday has got Pella Christian ranked number seven in 1A. Uh, Cardinal got knocked out due to the loss against Sigourney last week, so they're not ranked in the top ten. But this game's at Cardinal, and we've been talking about them all season. They're on the rise. They're, uh, I think, in a spot where this season they're ready to take a, another step towards uh, building a extremely good program that will last for some years there. This is one of those games that they're going to want to start winning these these kind of games. They didn't get that win against Sigourney last week. But Sigourney, you know, that that team's on another level. Pella Christian, they're great every year. This being at Cardinal, um, I think I'm going to give them the edge on this one. I think Cardinal is ready to take another step in their, their journey, and uh, I think they'll get it this week. I'm going to go with Cardinal, too, but it's the one I feel the worst about. Uh, Same here. <laughs> here. Here we got uh, Sigourney at De Central Decatur. Probably don't need to discuss that much. Uh, Running clock, Sigourney, yeah. Kyoto. Yeah, Sigourney's got that. New London, two and three at Lone Tree, two and three. How about this game? This could be a good matchup. Well, it could be. I'd like to think that maybe New London's uh, going to have – things back together this week. And I don't know if they've been dealing with some injuries, um, you know, with that shocking score they had uh, last week against Iowa Valley. Uh, but the one thing I will say after seeing, I've seen Iowa Valley in person, I've seen Lone Tree in person. And I feel like they're kind of similar teams, only Lone Tree does it a little better. And that doesn't bode well for New London based on what they did a week ago against Iowa Valley. So, I'm going to go with Lone Tree. I'm not ready to believe that New London's uh, going to get out of the funk that they're in this week. I could be wrong, um, but I'm going to I'm going to go with Lone Tree. I just don't have a good feeling about the Tigers right now. I'm I'm, I'm on board with the Lone Tree uh, season. I, I hear nothing but good things from the guys on KCII. Uh, we're going to have one of them uh, – Actually, play beat the round guy. Uh, Cole's going to play beat the round guy Thursday, so guys can look forward to that. Uh, so, Minneapolis, I got them at number sixteen. They're four and two. They're going to play Durant. What do you know about that? I don't know anything about Durant. Did you happen to see um, their record to date? You know, I didn't even. I, I didn't. Well, uh, so I'm going to have to pick blind here. Uh, Minneapolis is, is a really good team. They um, have that one kind of bad loss to Iowa City, Regina, but, you know, Iowa City, Regina is doing that to everybody, so I'm not going to put a lot of stock in that one. And Minneapolis is fighting for their playoff lives, and I think they've got a real good shot to, to get to the postseason. And they've got some great players on offense. They've got a, a running back, Anthony Isley. I don't have his numbers in front of me, but he's, he's putting up some, some great numbers rushing-wise for them. And um, I think they'll win this game. I think they're going to continue to push towards a, a playoff berth. Okay, I'm going to go with Minneapolis too. Now, Waco, six and zero, playing Winfield. You know these are two teams you know well. And I'd like to uh, tell the the people in uh, uh, Wayland that you guys we're the number one podcast in Wayland. Uh, you guys have supported us from the beginning. And, uh, I mean, we, I mean, I can't believe how many people listen to this show from, uh, from Wayland. So we appreciate you. Tell us about this game. 
Well, I've gotten to know Waco pretty well the past three weeks. They are up to number five in the Radio Iowa poll. I think they're a little lower in the other uh, the newspaper poll I saw. But yeah, I, I like got them at number, number nine on the on the max prep. But you got them at what number five? Number five in eight man. And uh, Winfield's not ranked, but we we all know they're having a great year. They had that one real lopsided loss to New London back when New London really uh, was playing like we're used to seeing New London play. Uh, Max Prep um, has uh, Winfield at number 27. Okay. Which is pretty um, respectable, you know. No, it, that's not bad. It, it's hard for me to it's hard for me to go that deep myself and think you know if that's is that fair or not. But I, I think they have the potential to be closer to the top ten and eight man than that. And they've been showing it outside of that one bad loss to New London. And this is a huge game. This is a big rivalry game. That this goes back decades. Waco and Winfield, man. This is a, this is the big one. And it's at the you know the last game of the year for Waco. Um, since they played that early season game to make up for the Tri-County one that they would have been playing next week. But they're they're on the road. So Winfield's got the home field thing going. Yep, However, yep. and they've got and they've got the, the area stud. You know, they've got Cam Buffington. He, he, um, man, he's, a, he's potent on offense. He's a beast on defense. Coming off the bye but week. Waco, Waco's got a whole team full of beasts on defense. And they make it almost impossible for – teams to score uh, they make them work so hard that it, it feels like a, a huge moral victory when you watch somebody actually score on their starters and it doesn't happen very often so i'm going with waco i think they've got all the horses they need to score the points that will win this game on offense and i don't think that winfield's defense or winfield's uh offense is potent enough to overcome that waco defense i don't think it's going to be lopsided I think it's going to be a grind-out rivalry game. It's going to be hard-fought, hard-hitting. Uh, but I'd take Waco by a couple of touchdowns at least, probably. How many, how many points do you think uh, your Cam Buffington can put on the board against Waco? Well, since he throws and runs and returns kicks and punts, I believe, also, um, you know, he's got the potential to score from anywhere. But like I said, with uh, Waco's defense being as stingy as it is, I'd give him a best shot at, at maybe getting a return of some sort um, for score during the game. Um, but I, I do believe that Winfield will will play well and they'll play hard, and uh, his will to win is infectious. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't score a couple of touchdowns one way or another. I think he can get to 21. But I could see that. That's where I got him at. Okay, uh, now this next one is uh, I got Centerville number thirty at uh, in uh, playing in Wellman at uh, Mid Prairie, and I want to shout out to Wellman because you guys are the second most uh, city listening to Round Guy the podcast, and uh, we really appreciate you. And I I love uh, Wellman; it's such a great town. I've had so much fun there. And you guys got a great season, and I promise you, we're going to keep giving you the best coverage we can give you of uh, of Mid Prairie. So, tell us about this game. I got uh, Mid Prairie ranked number twenty. They're three and three. Centerville's three and three. This one's uh, interesting. Centerville started out the year state ranked, and um, I don't remember 
at what point they lost. But once they lost their first game, they kind of went into a skid. And I, I think they aren't as strong as maybe folks were thinking early on. Mid-Prairie, to me, kind of the opposite. Uh, I believe they had a bad loss to Sigourney Kyoto early in the season. They have the forfeit against uh, Iowa City Regina. And then they, they bounced back against Williamsburg in a huge game and just about won that one. They had it in their hands. And that impressed me a lot. So I got a ton of respect for Williamsburg. So mid Prairie's on that level to me. Um, I honestly don't think Centerville has a chance in this game. I think mid Prairie's rolling. If they've got everybody healthy, I think they're going to be uh, pushing hard to, to get a spot in the playoffs. And they need this game, and I think they'll get it. Well, mid Prairie's my team, man. I mean, I'm on board. I'm riding the I'm riding the train with them. So here's the last one of the picks, and I got a few other games we'll just talk over real quick. Uh, Williamsburg at Davis County. Williamsburg's number 10, what I have, and Davis County's number 28. Williamsburg's three and three, and uh, Davis County's uh, four and two. Well, to give you an idea, we, we know Davis County's good. We know Williamsburg is good. Um, this is an interesting matchup as well. And, uh, you know, the Williamsburg has so much respect throughout the state that I saw in one, I don't remember which poll it was. It might have been the uh, Cedar Rapids. Gazette newspaper, but they're at three and three, ranked number ten in their class. That that's insane. I mean, that just goes to show how much uh, respect they've got for the type of schedule they play, and the fact that those three losses came against top five teams um, earlier in the season. And here they are in the district doing what they normally do, winning games, and probably going to uh, be the district champs. Although Mid Prairie just about uh, <laughs> ruined that form a week ago. Uh, Davis County. And they're good, too. So this one's almost a coin flip for me. I think I'm going to go with Williamsburg. I just I like what they've done with their body of work and the, the level of competition they've played. I think that gives them an edge here. If you, if you guys are listening, if you want to do see that, you want to see that game, the Ottumwa Radio Group covers uh, Davis County on Facebook Live. Them and the Ottumwa Bulldogs. All right, so who you got in the Davis County-Williamsburg? I'm going to go with the Williamsburg Raiders in this one, just because I think it's the smart pick. I don't know if I'm going to be right, though. I'm going to, dis- I'm going to disagree with you here, and I'm going to go with Davis County. They're at home. Like I'm, I'm kind of on a home streak this week. I, uh, anyway, uh, okay, so Atoma Lindmar, real quick. Uh, that one I would throw Lindmar easy win there. Okay, Bell Plains playing Pekin. I mean. Oh, man, I just, I don't see Pekin beating anybody this year. I'm going to have to pick Bell Plains. Now, here is the actual good game uh, I wanted to mention. Pleasantville at Van Buren. Van Buren's two and four. And I think at least one or two of those were uh, forfeits from COVID or something. So, they're either, you know, two and three in games they played or two and two in games they played. What do you think here? Kind of a toss-up there. I don't know much about either team. Um, you're right about Van Buren having to forfeit a game or two. Um, Pleasantville, I feel like they've they played a tough schedule. They've been through, I think, the tougher teams in their in their district, and they, boy, they took it on the chin when they played those games. Um, yeah. you know, I'm going to be a homer and pick Van Buren. Why yeah. not? All right. Yeah. yeah, these last ones, we, well, I'm not counting those, but yeah, I'm with you on the. I'm I'm rooting for Van Buren in that one. Uh, but anyway, uh, anything you want to say before we wrap it up? We got uh, six minutes left before we have to well, shut it down. Of, uh, 
speaking of uh, streaming high school football, Waco um, does theirs on YouTube, and they've got a really nice uh, coverage of, of the games. I, I've watched some, some tape of what I the game I went to last week, and, and I was expecting it to be just kind of a, uh, you know, the typical high school thing where somebody's got a camera, they're kind of far away, you can kind of see what's going on. And, and there's no sound or anything, but that's not what they've got. They've got a pretty decent camera work, and they've got a couple of commentators. Sound like a couple of young guys. I don't know who they are, but they, they sound like they enjoy what they're doing. They call the game pretty darn good. I mean, it's a, it was it was fun to watch. So anybody that can't get to that, that Waco-Winfield game that's into it, get on YouTube, get on the Waco uh, streaming channel, and watch the Warriors and the Wolves go at it Friday night. Does it go out live, or is it just after the game? Goes out live. Well, well, they've, they've, got some, they've got some good sponsorship locally, and they'll mention those those um, businesses that sponsor them, including the Waco Boosters, and uh, they put together a nice little uh, live stream for the football games. Well, I'll. Uh, that sounds great. Uh, any anything else before we shut her down? Um, I don't think so. I'm just looking forward to getting to that game Friday night. It should be pretty pretty special. Thing to watch and uh you know it's it's gonna go a long way to showing us who's getting to play those extra games after this regular season concludes boy the rubber meets the road this week so i want to tell our listeners there's a message thing on there that you can get you can send us a message you know we will uh uh listen to you man this is the fastest growing uh program we've got on round guy the podcast got a lot of great programming on here and we just keep adding all the time. Uh, but uh, I want to shout out again, Wellman. Thank you guys so much for jumping on. And uh, Waylon, you've been there. I mean, we just keep growing and growing there. Uh, I think we're around 144 people just in Southeast Iowa now. So uh, I appreciate you guys. Thanks for listening. It means the world to me and Scott. And uh, we'll come back. I'll, I'll have a... a Cole from KCII playing this Thursday. So uh, good, good. Thanks for listening. I'll give as much coverage as we can. We're out.